Now, is every Studio Ghibli movie that fucking trippy? Is Are all of them like that? Because I've not watched a Studio Ghibli film before. No. To my not, no, wait, wait. I watched Ponyo. Ponyo does not count. I mean, it does, but it It's doesn't. a Studio Ghibli movie, right? It is. And Hayao Miyazaki did make it. Okay. So. That movie also, like doing drugs, this movie, Spirited Away, was like doing drugs. Yeah. But not all of them are like that. Howl's Moving Castle is like that. I have a harder time with Howl's, Howl's Moving Castle. I thought that was like a dark goth era thing. No. Okay, all I've seen is one bit of artwork, and it was like a floating castle in the sky. It's a walking castle. Oh, it's, uh, God damn. His, he was sheltered as a child. It strikes me that if this is how, if this is how all the Miyazaki films look then you mean beautiful it's very pretty landscapes some of the best i've seen in animated movies but if this is how they're all going to be if they're all going to be like this um then we gotta ask ourselves how many drugs miyazaki did while he produced his movies maybe he just has an active imagination helped out with mushrooms and acid. No. Yeah. I mean, listen, I took a lot of notes until I stopped understanding what I was looking at. You didn't ask for help. Normally, if you're confused, you ask for help. Okay, here's the thing. This movie did not have a complicated plot. It did not have, like, deep underlying storylines or, like, layers on layers on layers like Sucker Punch does. It This movie has a really straightforward plot. The protagonist is in a constant state of anxiety uh, or delirium. And it just goes, and then it's over. And that's the movie. It It starts... Not a soul makes a good decision. Uh, and then chaos unfurls. Maybe it was a dream. Unclear. And Definitely was not. Definitely wasn't. But, like, maybe it was. Nah, because they were gone for a really long time. Yeah, they were gone for a really time. long time. But, you know who's going to think it was a dream? Chihiro's parents. Oh, yeah. They have no recollection. They have no idea what the fuck just happened. They're befuddled as hell. And it just, like, it's just so straightforward. Which is really refreshing, having gone from, like... You know what? This movie does not allow you a moment to sit there and go, but why is it like that? Because so much nonsense happens at the same time. It is a nonstop cavalcade of insanity that doesn't give you a moment to sit there and go, but why? And the first time you get to, when she gets on the train to go to the other side of the fucking realm, uh, you sit there and you go, God damn, those are some pretty backgrounds. And then you're back in action in the insanity. And it just, like, you don't have a moment in the whole movie to sit there and go, why would they do that? Why would anyone do that? Why would they say that? Because 
they do it, they say it, and immediately something else happens. Which is, I think, actually better than if you have something insane or illogical happen in a movie, and then you just, like, give it breathing room. Because if you allow an insane thing to happen, and then you just let it sit for a moment... You can start to question Your audience is going to start to question what the rules are, what the reality is. This movie has no rules. Everything is insane. Not a single thing is explained. James really it wanted to know the economic functions of the I don't <laughs> understand what the point of gold is in this world, uh, but it's valuable to some people, but you've never in the whole time seen anyone buy anything with it. So it's, it's also just very confusing. Um, everything is very confusing, but only if you think about it. If you just watch it and live like sort of flowing in the moment, it's a rather entertaining movie. But you have to understand that you cannot ask questions. You cannot sit there and wonder about things. Because as soon as you sit there and wonder about things, every single thing that's happened just crumbles around you. And you are left with an extremely forced storyline that shouldn't have happened and doesn't make sense. In fact, I would go so far as to say if it wasn't so fast-paced in writing, it's the worst written movie I've ever seen. But because it's so fast, it can't trip over its own feet. So it might be clever. It's a wonderful movie. But I can't tell. It's okay? a great movie with a great story, and it's cute and precious. I would not call a single thing I saw cute or precious. The little ash, the little so, so puffs. That look like spiders that are drawn in crayon? So, puffs. The slaves? <laughs> they put a spell on soot and made it work. It's slaves. They're, they don't get paid. The little soot puff slaves? Is that what's cute and fun? I don't know what fucking movie you watch, but boy, howdy. What about the fat baby mouse? The fat baby mouse? The fat baby mouse? The fat baby is a nightmare to behold. Also, how did... See, now you ask a question and now the world breaks. How did that weird dumpy witch give birth to that baby? I think it's adopted. Is it? I don't know. It might be a It's spirit. not clear. And if you ask questions, the movie falls apart. Alrighty. So let's start at the beginning of the movie. Uh, we have our hero, Chihiro, <laughs> uh, who is voiced by... so uh, The English cast. The English cast, the dub version. Um, the voice is also the voice of Lilo and Lilo and Stitch. And fun fact that I only just found out today... Uh, both movies, Spirited Away and Lilo and Stitch, were nominated for Oscars in the same year. And she was in both of them. And that's pretty cool. Spirited Away won. But Spirited Away won because its competition was Ice Age. And Lilo and Stitch and Spirit. Spirit the horse movie. And one other one I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, oh, 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 Treasure Planet. Yeah, which did not do good. No, it didn't do good. Gem of a movie. I hate that movie. That's all right. Anyways, oh. so our hero Chihiro is uh, 
mournful because she's being a bad person. She's being forced to move away, which every child hates. Please reference Inside Dude, Out. My first note is that moving to a new town is sad, not fun. Fuck you, mom. Like, in what in what goddamn world can you look at your kid? Like, this is the first example of her parents being prolifically bad at parenting. They are not great they parents. Are truly, I you, she could have fucking left them there. Historically, I would have been happier. Historically, out of all the parents, like in a lot of animated movies, uh, the Spirited Away parents probably might go down as some of my least favorite and probably some of the worst parents. They're so bad. They're like, it's fun. We're having fun. Shut up and sit back there. Don't squish your flowers. Chew the food. Fuck you. Eat the food. What an awful, awful parents. And they got to drive, and they go in. It's all very pretty. It's establishing shots. It's very pretty. Pretty music. Oops, we missed our turn. Weird. A shortcut in the woods? Now, in what fucking world do you sit at the entrance to woods on a road that has clearly stopped being a road and started being a trail? Where you can see the place you're supposed to be at, And you can see up the hill, not in the woods, up the hill, not in the woods. On the trail that you can't see where it goes, up the hill, and you know you've missed your turn, to get up the hill is the house you need to go to. What fucking dumb motherfucker thinks I'm going to go into the woods because it's a shortcut? This father is a fucking idiot. He took a papa cut. It was a long cut. It was a long cut. (laughs) My man went into the forest thinking he was just going to whoop-de-doo, teleport to the top like it's a movie. It is a movie, and you fucked it all up. He was literally like, I'm sure this will get us there. How? What is... Now, there is a point being put in chat that is saying it could have been, like, they could have been called by the magic, but I don't think... The magic call didn't start until they got out of the car and walked to the gate. I also don't think that's accurate because I can't remember the witch's name ever. Uh, y- 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 bubby. Yababa? Yababa. Yeah? Yababbly. Anyways. Yababbly. The witch didn't want them there. Humans are not exactly wanted. So the witch wouldn't have called them there. Any- anyways, that's besides the point. The point is the dad's a dumb motherfucker and an irresponsible parent. And if it was magic calling them, the mom would have thought it was a good idea, too, and she did not, and she was very adamant about that. Now, also, Chihiro, the whole time on this road, has just not worn a seatbelt, like an irresponsible demon child. Fuck her forever. Uh, oh, my flowers got crushed. That's your fucking fault, kid. Should have fucking used the three brain cells you have. Buckle the seatbelt. She might. It's have... in the car. She might have brain cells, but she doesn't have any muscles. No, that's another point that I'm going to belabor later. Um, Yes, obviously, we all have to enter into the dark, spooky tunnel, while the one character who has three brain cells uh, is insisting that we don't do that. And it's another example of just tremendously bad parenting. Like, I, I get the dynamic of, like, mom and dad are in charge, so we're doing what mom and dad say, but, like... If a kid is vocalizing that much how bad of an idea this is, any amount of consideration put towards that would have been better than the none amount of 
consideration put towards Chihiro's opinion. And so they go into the dark, spooky tunnel. Now, in the dark, spooky tunnel, it turns into a theme park, kind of? That's what Dad calls it. I think it's just like a rash. Like, you know how adults tend to rationalize things away that they don't understand? I called him an irresponsible monster for walking into the tunnel. I it's also, a family of irresponsible monsters. I also, like, I work with a lot of kids. And kids are in tune to a spiritual world that we cannot see. They're easier to access into that world. I 100% believe that. And I have seen evidence of such. Some kids more than others. I'm just here. I just watch movies. <laughs> I'm not your spiritual guide here. So if a child is going and staring at the creepy dark tunnel and going, nah, bro, this ain't the way. Like, I'm probably going to be like, you know what, yeah, fair. let's not go down. Listen, if an iota of sense happens to any adult in the first 10 minutes of the movie, the movie doesn't happen. No. Which means it's badly written adults. Because adults, probably 80% of the time, have an iota of sense. So I'm bothered. I'm bothered. I will not be convinced to be unbothered either. I will say, like, I think adults now more so have an iota of sense, but there is... <laughs> Touché. Touché. There isn't... But tropes come from something, and there's... Tropes, much like... what? What is the thing? Stereotypes are <laughs> yes, based tropes are stereotypes. Tropes are just stereotypes. And stereotypes are often based in somewhat of truth. And so if we're going, there was a huge slew of media in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s that was just portraying adults as absolutely awful. Like, kids were running the shit, kids were doing the thing, adults couldn't be trusted, or if they could be trusted, they were idiots, and it's just... to be fair, adults cannot be trusted. And it's just, so there has to be some semblance of some time where adults just like absolutely were dog shit and sucked like you mean mean the 1960s to the 1980s absentee parents uh latchkey kids like these are like actual tropes so like we've gotten better here's, here's another thing that we need to take into consideration i'm watching this movie for the first time at 27 years old I own my own house. I make a lot of proper adult decisions. When this movie came out, I was six years old. If I watched this movie when it came out, it would have very likely had a much more profound impact on me, and I probably would like it a lot more. You also might have just a smidgen of trauma, because I definitely do from watching this movie when I was younger. (laughs) Certainly. I've got those tucked away nice and safe, okay? The... The fact that I'm watching it after 21 plus years of experience in the world has greatly tainted my rose-colored glasses. Like, I'm looking at this movie disgusted at the way that it functions because I'm not a kid. I'm not the target audience here. The movie's written for kids. I, I think. I'm pretty sure. It's also like... What I was going to say, because I got distracted. So, uh, listen, any anything negative I say about the movie has to be taken with a grain of salt, because I'm not who it's for. I was 20 years ago. If I watched it 20 years ago, 
I'd probably cherish this movie deeply. One of the most beautiful pieces of cinema I've seen in a hot minute. But oof. The writing is for children and not someone who's thinking about how things work. And I think about how things work. You get progressively louder as we... I know. It's as I get more excited about stuff, good or bad, I get louder. Just hurting my ears. I'm sitting I'm here right next to you, and I can only imagine what our listeners with their ears. It's not. It's hear. not so bad because I'm about three feet away from the microphone. Okay. Uh, the soundtrack is banging, but the decision making is not banging. The soundtrack <laughs> it's, in it's, it's good in it's Miyazaki good. films, like historically, their soundtracks Ooh. are beautiful and iconic to the mm. point that each one you can easily go, "That's this movie." Like, there's iconic... Well, you can. Well, and once you listen to them all, or if you be, are a fan of one, like, your favorite ones, like, you start to, like... There's um, my one of my favorite uh, Miyazaki films is Castle in the Sky, and I know that song, like, instantly. It's just... It's drilled in my brain. Um, Yeah. That was... That's my short spiel about soundtracks. It's beautiful, fantastic... All of, the, all of the films are fantastic. I really like Spirited Away. It was the first one I ever saw. So it has a special place in my heart. It also was probably my first, one of my first introductions into Japanese animation as a young child. So it's got some, it's got some sentimentality, sentimentality buried in here. The first, I'm trying to think of the first like proper from Japan anime that I've ever watched. And I think it might be Angel Beats. Sailor Moon was one of mine. I was obsessed. I liked Angel Beats. It was good. Anyways. Um, so we go on through the weird temple and up the hill into the abandoned theme park. Uh, which now indicates that we have, uh, at some point, oopsie accidentally made our way into another fucking dimension. The spirit world. Right. Sure. The avatars can go there. Where's fucking Aang when you need him? Well, Korra messed everything up. It's so. all Korra's fault. Anyways. Um, oh, damn. Side note. Completely unrelated to what we're talking about. Uh, but just for fun for you. Um, in the new show, The Legends of Vox Machina, um, one of the player characters is called Keyleth. And... Her mom is played by the voice actress who plays Korra. And the interesting thing about her mom is she's mastered the four elements of magic in in the show. But importantly, she had also done that in the game before they ever made it into a show. So it was their own little self-indulgent haha that they got the voice actress who played Korra to play the one who mastered all the elements. Uh, I just think it's funny. Side side note: We're oh, getting God. a new avatar, and I'm pumped. Like not like the live action show, like an actual legit like earth bending avatar. Man, I watched like eight episodes of Korra and thought that shit was so. You bad. actually made it through like most of the first season. Yeah, but it was it sucked. Korra's not great. Not it, a fan. The, it was okay. The writing was just so bad. It was all right. What happened? It was so good in Avatar, and then it got so bad. It was okay. It was all right. All right. So we follow the dad's nose around the abandoned devil theme park. 
Um, and then he happens upon a food stand. It's the only one with food out and open. I don't understand why, but it's the only one. Here is my piece of Uh-oh. advice to you. To, to me or the audience? Everyone. Okay. If you end up in another world, do not eat the food. Simply starve to death. Get out before you have to eat the food. Because generally, in the fey world, or the spirit world, if you eat the food, you get fucking stuck. And you can't leave. Oh, man, when you eat food in the fey realm, weird shit happens to you. You can't leave. No, you can leave the fey realm, just weird shit happens to no, you. No, you can't eat, leave the fey world if you eat food. You're talking about a different fey realm than I'm talking. Oh, well, I'm talking about fairy world, like the fairies, like the right, magic the thing cir- that isn't real. The magic circles on the ground. Oh, right. yeah. And your fey world's real. You're going to tell me. No, that you're- my fey world is an entirely fictional piece of work. There are rules that apply to there. Settle down. I couldn't figure out why her parents were so useless. Like they're they're just actually awful. They just ignore her the whole time. Any. And she's, like, putting up good, sensible thoughts. Like, wh- how are we going to pay for this? Like, We're going to get in trouble. We're going to get in like, trouble, like... Even if we're not in the spirit world, you guys are, like, definitely she's like, stealing. She's, <laughs> like, ten years old, and they're behaving like they're five. I just didn't... I. It was so far beyond my concept of how adults in other, like, animated movies I've watched behave that I was, I was like, blown away. I just couldn't fucking fathom it. It bothered me so much how useless and awful they were. Uh, and then Chihiro just follows up by abandoning them. Anyway, uh, I can't blame her, but, you know, safety in numbers. Um, then ha- Haku, that's Haku. his name. He rolls up. She only yelled it a thousand times. Uh, she did. It was one of the only voice lines she had to record. Um, dude rolls up out of the weird bathhouse, uh, as she's standing on the bridge and noticing a train, and is like, surprise, suddenly there's a person, uh, he just shows up and starts, like, running the show, and then I was like, ooh, a new and more interesting protagonist, oh, he's very concerned, now I will also be concerned, uh, and, and then... The parents turn into pigs, and everyone has a fucking nightmare uh, for, like, 15 minutes. Then she starts to fade, and then there's force-feeding of a berry, which is weird, but okay, but weird. Uh, And then there's a scary bird woman that flies around, and just... Your understanding of this movie is, like, this big. (laughs) Listen. James, and then this weird thing happened? And And that's all the movie is, is a weird thing happens, and then another weird thing happens, and then another weird thing happens, and in between, characters are fucking assholes. The whole time! Lynn is exclusively an asshole for the whole movie! We haven't Haku, gotten to her yet. Haku is maybe a good guy. Maybe not. It's not clear for, like, the whole movie. We haven't gotten to Lynn yet. It, it was, she starts the movie being a fucking asshole. Anyways. You missed my... I, I made a good place joke in my head that I didn't say out loud because you were 
in the middle of your How thing. could I miss it? You said it in your head. Because, <laughs> well, no, you were like, uh, another person when Haku appeared. <laughs> I, I In my head, I went, not a person. <laughs> and then I heard Janet go, not a no, girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> that show was so good. <laughs> not a girl. Not a girl. <laughs> uh, it's just so funny. <laughs> not a person. <clears throat> Holy shit. Anyways, that's... Oh, my God. So, yeah, there's a bird thing <laughs> flying in the sky. That's where you right. left off. I said, what the fuck is that bird woman about? <laughs> uh, Do you now know what the bird woman is about? No. It's the witch. There's two. There's two witches or two birds? B- yes. Okay, <laughs> I just There's wanna... two witches. Yep. But I don't actually believe that oh and there's which is even more bothersome to me and there's also the the witch has her little bird spy yes that serves no known purpose and is just used as a vague threat to make the story move along Those fish and pigs are mighty big. They are quite large. Because, let me tell you, Haku grabs Chihiro uh, after she does a gasp on the bridge because the frog asshole shows up and speaks to them. Yes. And they, like, move at a thousand miles an hour through a hundred doors. And if you pay a modicum of attention, instead of a blurred background... You notice the video game Little Nightmares is happening in the background where there's weird contorted shaped people. There's enormous fish. You're a small protagonist in this awful, horrible nightmare world. I'll take other games that gave me or other things that gave me trauma for 5,000, please. Little Nightmares, man. What a game. And Little uh, Nightmares was fine. It was Little Nightmares 2 that really fucked with me. I was not okay. Yeah. I I put a note that Master Haku is like 10 years old, but also a super badass. Which is true, but we only get to see a little bit of that sometimes. Uh, and I just made a note that says a witch rules the bathhouse because... What? <laughs> what? I mean, I have to say, sure, because I don't know what the fuck is going on, but also, it's a really weird sentence to say, a witch rules the bathhouse. Well, you know, sometimes there are witches in the ceilings, man, you just gotta deal with that. Yeah, that happens when you take drugs. Don't, don't look for the witches in the ceiling, and you won't find them. They're there. (laughs) Uh... Haku is to go and be a distraction to get Chihiro to some semblance of safety. (coughs) Haku's whole distraction is just him walking inside and going, yeah, I'm going to go do my job now. Which is hilarious. Um, I I also, I have a question. Yep. That's partly spoilers. I mean, this is a spoiler podcast, and if you don't know that by now, that's unfortunate for you. True. Um... If he 
in the beginning of the movie still had the little control slug inside of him. Yeah. How was he able to do all of the things that exclusively benefited Chihiro at all? I have a theory. Okay. And it's a distance theory. Like he has to be close to her for her to control him? Mm-hmm. Not like super close, but like notice like when mostly when he interacts with Chihiro is during the day when she goes and does her flying away thing and f- is away Where does from she the go? castle. Well, you brought you brought an interesting fact to my head that I hadn't considered that there's not a twin sister. Oh, it could simply be a multiple personality disorder. Or she, like, yeah, she's living two lives or something. Because, but that's how it happens at the end of the movie. Chihiro exclusively calls the movie Granny. And she's a little shocked and then just sort of rolls with it. And then the movie ends before you can ask more questions about it. Well, that's why I'm wondering if she just goes to her, like, summer house, like her little farm. Where she's a nice not cunt? But I'm wondering if it's almost like she has to be mean because of, like, the workplace with, like, the spirits. I don't know. But then the other witch saves her. As soon as as you ask a fucking question about how anything fucking works, you realize that we have grown so accustomed to Marvel movies and exposition monologues that it's so infuriating to not know what the fuck is happening at any given moment. My... to answer your question without digging too much into the witch, I think that um, Haku is, like, the slug is mainly, like, she has more power over him mm-hmm. with distance. So I think he gets some leeway, like, during the day when she's not there. Because he can go, because that's when he goes takes her to the pig farm and all that stuff. So I think there's, I think that, that's my theory. That's, that's my theory. All right. Uh, he tells Chihiro to go down the stairs to find the boiler man. What's his name? I don't know. He has a name. He does have a name. He has a name, but it doesn't matter. I'll find it while you talk. <laughs> uh, he tells her to go down the stairs, ask for a job. He's gonna tell you no. He's gonna try maybe even to trick you. All blah 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 blah. The most important thing is you have to get a job so you can stay here. Kamaji. Kamaji. Go find Kamaji. So he fucks off to do his distraction bit, and Chihiro walks the stairs, uh, starts down them, uh, realizes, probably for the first time in her life, that she has a fear of heights, and uh, stairs, not great for folks with a fear of heights. Especially when there's, like, no railings, and also there's slatted stairs. a slight cliff below you. Uh, and then she oopsies one time and super sprints all the way down the stairs, smashing her face against the wall. And then I think, is that the first example of when we see a toad man? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, what? I think the toad men are greeting on the bridge, some of them, but they, there's a lot going on on the bridge, so it's, it's okay yeah, if you don't I'm notice him. Yeah, I'm more distracted by no face, um, because no face eats children. He eats everyone, to be fair. That's why I can't. Listen, you listen to me now. Every single thing I've said about No Face today as a joke before I saw the movie for the first time is absolutely accurate. I know, I just 
wanted you to watch it because you also didn't know everything. Yeah, don't take gold from No Flip, No Face. Just don't take gold from. Don't take anything from No Face. Actually, anything he offers you, don't take it. Unless it's sh bath tokens. She didn't take him from him. He dropped them on the ground. Shihiro never takes anything from No Face. Remember, she he throws the first one at her. <coughs> yeah. So she takes the first one. She takes the first bath token. I will not hear no. He doesn't hand it directly to her, but he tosses it to her, and she catches it and takes it. But she never takes anything from his hands. Anytime he's doing his little... So is that... Uh, yeah, what the fuck is that? Like... Uh, uh, fucking grow a voice. And not the frogman's voice. I was like, he, he doesn't have a voice. That's the whole thing. He can't talk. I hate it. This is... it. <sighs> he's also right. The bath token is given, not offered. Never take anything offered to you from No Face. I can't stand it. The The rules that are unstated they're, are not real. They're stated through example. The only rule that is clear is don't fucking take his gold. If you take his gold... It's if it bounces on the ground, you don't get scarfed, but don't fucking take his gold. Anyways, she smashes her forehead on the wall. Yes. Frogman uh, opens window. Frogman opens window to take a fat drag off a cigarette. Because you can smoke in the spirit world. Are you having a bad time because of the nuts and the I'm ice cream? I'm having a bad time because of the nuts and the ice cream. I fucking don't like nuts in my ice cream. I don't like nuts in my anything. Don't take that one out of context. Do. I don't care. Clip it. Clip it now. Clip it and ship it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, where is it? There it is. Found my notes. So, she opens the door, creeps into the boiler room, and she's scared because she's 10 and doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And that's fair because I'm 27 and I also don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, walks into the boiler room and there is a six-armed Dr. Robotnik uh doing Dr. Robotnik shit, if I'm honest. He's just running machinery, which is very Dr. Robotnik to do. James made that reference while he was watching it and I looked at it and I went, Yeah, fair. <laughs> like, it's the same glasses, the same nose, the same mustache. It's fucking carbon copy, baby. Yazaki's been ripping off Sega for years. This reference brought to you by Jim Carrey. Uh, my next note is strictly I'm on drugs. I Everything I saw felt like a hallucination. It felt like I was... I, the TV could have been off. Like, I could have been sitting there going, Whoa. Painting these majestical backgrounds in my mind. I'd be like, I, I would think of something like a frog man, wouldn't I? The ghosts that are like dark grays and blacks and translucent and have purplish eyes, but are like you don't really have form. I would think of something like that. Would you think of something like the radish spirit? I've thought of something similar before, but that specifically, that was a twist. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck to make of that. I love the radish spirit. <laughs> also, just 
what is Lynn? And why? And also, for how long? I don't understand. I mean, she's been there for a minute. We don't know what she is. She's clearly not human, because when there are humans there... It's like they smell funny. Yeah. Um, I also can't understand a single word that Kamaji says. Uh, and I didn't know his name was Kamaji, so I just called him the Boiler Man. Um, I, well, to be fair, his name literally translates to... The Boiler Boiler, boiler Geezer. Yeah. Boiler Geezer. <coughs> so, not wrong. Listen, I might not be imaginative enough outside of drugs to think of all this stuff, but Hiyazaki, Miyazaki, whatever the fuck. You just combine his first it name. It doesn't matter. He's not here to yell at me. Like, that man gave everybody a name that was just what their job was. Come on. <clears throat> uh, Chihiro spooks a slave uh, who drops their little block of coal on their own head. Uh, and then Chihiro tries to help and very easily lifts the little block of coal off its head. Uh, and he pops back out and then, like, fucks off. And she's like, what am I supposed to do with this? And then uh, the boiler man goes... Finish your job, human. Or finish the job, human. Right. Or finish what you started, human. Didn't hear any of that. And we didn't have the subtitles on, so I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I forgot to turn them back on for It's you. okay. It's okay. It's not like I needed to know. Um, you could have... Hey... You could have I, also said something. I, I could have, but I didn't notice they were gone until, like, halfway through the movie, and then I was like, that's too late. <laughs> it doesn't matter if I don't understand what's happening anyways. The whole movie is drugs. Um, so, she, note, easily picks it up, a couple inches off the ground, and then they go like, oh, throw it in the thing. And she goes like, this is the heaviest thing I've ever encountered in my life. This is a boulder. This is fair, the size she, of an adult human. She had to use two hands to lift it up, and she never lifted it up very high. Yeah, but if you can get it up a couple inches, all you gotta do is shuffle. That's what he said? Take that out of context. <laughs> like, Ugh. to be fair, she did. She shuffled. She was. Yeah, but I was like, how can she not lift this thing like a whole-ass human? It's um, a rock, like, this big. I, like She's... Uh, now, I've never lifted a piece of coal, but I can't imagine it's heavier than other rocks that I are have, that size. I have problems with anime protagonists. Because anime protagonists fall into two categories. It's like a Venn diagram, but two circles that don't touch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Venn diagram in that it's not like that at all. <laughs> uh, Anime protagonists are either the most useless character in their piece of art or entirely overpowered and unnecessarily capable of everything. Case in point, Chihiro or Luffy. Who the fuck is Luffy? From One Piece. Oh, right. My bad. Rubberman from One Piece. I haven't watched all of it, bear in mind. But Rubberman from One Piece, in the first couple of episodes where you meet him and you start to warm up to him, has 
Zero perceived weaknesses. Not a one. Chihiro is like exclusively perceived weaknesses. And arguably not her fault. She's got bad parents. Ooh, look, they're getting angsty about anime in the chat. You did bunch you, of fucking crybabies. You can't you can't take like strong sides on anime because then you just anger people. I don't fucking care. Watch, watch this. Ready? Ready? Attack on Titan's pretty good. Oh, <laughs> I fucking hate Attack on Titan. Get <laughs> out of here. Oh, it's fucking... I still can't keep watching that show. I try, and I can't, and I try, and I can't. That's it's, my problem, is it's, it's just boring. so boring. It's, it's just boring basic ass, overhyped shit. The action sequences are pretty fucking cool. But, yuck. I think my problem is it's just, it was so, like, so bandwagon overhyped. Oh, yeah. That I was just like. Oh, yeah. Eh. Yeah. I, but I also did the same thing to Demon Slayer. I start it, and then I go, eh. Demon Slayer's good. Soul Eater's good. Okay, we're getting off track. We'll start. Anime is mid. I was like, we can't start spiraling um, into uh, anime conversations or we'll be here all night. The Boilerman does some help. Lynn shows up and he's like, she's my granddaughter. And Lynn goes, bullshit. And he goes, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> then they take her up to the witch anyway. I, I'm just like, so many things happen for no reason. I just, uh, why? Um, and then like, I just couldn't, I didn't understand what was happening. It was like, well, now we have to go make a meal for or eat a meal with the Wicked Witch of the East. And I don't, what? I, what's happening? Who, who has authority and what is the hierarchy of anything here? Uh, and the as witch? it turns out, it's Haku? the witch. And then. Foreman? Everybody like, else. Everybody else. Uh, and then the radish spirit rolls up and it's like. Yes, please, please describe the radish spirit, James. It's like if the Easter Bunny was also a demon, but just calmly walked around. I, like, he just... It's not how Here's I the would thing. describe Here's the radish the... spirit. Here's the thing. The radish spirit... Doesn't do anything. He just moves around. They're like, use a different elevator, and then they fuck off, and he just follows them to the next elevator, and then gets on it. And then Lynn gets, like, fucking entangled with the foreman or whoever, and tells Chihiro to hit the switch to go up. She goes up with the Radis Spirit, gets to where she needs to go, and the Radis Spirit goes... Okay, I'm fucking off. Like, and it's not explained. He doesn't say anything. And the next time you see him, he's doing a little dance. And that's the last time you see him. I don't know what the fuck is going on at any point in time in this movie. I just don't. I don't. And I I don't know that I want to know what the fuck is going on at any point in this movie. Um, I But it was very uncomfortable. I didn't like it at all. Uh, 
Chihiro's indecisive ass just has a miserable time as the witch is like, come in, and she doesn't. And then the witch is like, bitch, I said, in. Uh, and then, like, the like you get to see the witch for the first time, and I just wrote another note. I said, I haven't done enough drugs. I just, I, like, there's no rules. There's no consistency. It's like, It's it's very difficult to look at a piece of proper actual Japanese art from a strictly American art homebrewed lens because it's just serious. He just did a little cry in his sleep. Um it's just, I would like to have started life in that realm of multiple spheres of art. Like, somebody was sheltered. I, I didn't really have a choice in the matter. And then by the time I did have a choice, I was so deep into what I actually like in art that I just don't fuck with it. Uh,. To wrap this part up, I do have a question for you. Okay. Would you have been allowed to watch this movie as a child? Uh, uh no, no. And you want to know why? There's magic and witches and no, demons and no, spirits. No, no. There's never a explicitly named demon. Um, I would not have been allowed to watch this movie as a child because it's weird. Not because there's witches because and spirits it's very, and magic. I'm sure if I pressed, they would be like, "Oh, it's got witches and that's evil and Satan," and and I would have been like, "Okay, uh, whatever." But I also I watched a television show that had vegetables with eyes that talked and sang songs. So, uh, in terms of weird shit that I've seen in my life, like there's a lot. Uh, but and uh, listen. <laughs> I love Phil Vischer as much as the next guy, but VeggieTales is like drugs also. <laughs> when you, I've never heard VeggieTales described like that, and it sounds so raw. Like VeggieTales so is PG Sausage Party, and I will hear no other arguments. <laughs> they film most of the episodes of VeggieTales on an animated kitchen sink where vegetables go to die. The show is a nightmare. I watched a show about vegetables with eyes that sang songs. And Bob the Tomatoes are fucking fruit. And most Listen, of those we come to find out are no, not vegetables. They're all members of different plant families. It doesn't fucking matter. Their brand name is Vegetables. And I was allowed to watch that. But I was not allowed to watch Harry Potter because witchcraft. Okay. <laughs> So, let's just take with a grain of salt the fact that I didn't get to be raised on multiple spheres of art. And so now that I'm interacting with other spheres of art, and it's extremely jarring to me, I don't want to be offensive, I don't mean to be offensive, but sometimes they're fucking weird and disturbing. And this fucking movie is weird and disturbing 
It's a good movie. I'm not going to deny that it is good. It's weird and it's disturbing. <laughs> and if I did not have you here to show me that you can watch it as a child and still be relatively okay as an adult. Oh, oh, we might we might be pushing it there. <laughs> yeah, but it's not this movie that did it to you. Um <laughs> I can't go to Japan, nor do I want to go to Japan. Oh, I want to go to Japan. You can go to Japan. You have fun in Japan. Uh, knowing that I have, have you uh, here to show that you can be a functioning adult and have it interact with this art sphere, I would probably be okay with my kids watching that movie. But when they come to me and they go, that was scary and weird and I didn't like it. I'll be like, yeah, I know. It's weird and scary and I don't like it either. Just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's not good. It's quite good, actually. Fucking end the episode.